ಬಂದಿದೆ ಬಂದಿದೆ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಹಿರಿಯರೇ ಇತರ ರಾಜಾರಾಣಿ ಹತ್ತೋಣ ನಾವು ಅವರ ನೆನಪಿನ ದೋಣಿ ಕೇಳುತ್ತಾ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಇದು ಹಿರಿಯರ ಕತೆ ಹಿರಿಯರ ಜೊತೆ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಇರಿ ಖುಷಿಯಾಗಿರಿ ಹಲೋ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಆರ್ ಜೆ ಚಂದನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಯು ಆಲ್ ಟು ಅನುಭವ್ ಅ ಜಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಡಿಫೆನ್ಸ್ ಮಿನಿಸ್ಟ್ರಿ ಆಫ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಜಸ್ಟೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಪವರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೀಡಿಯಾ ಫಾರ್ ಕಮ್ಯುನಿಟಿ ಫೌಂಡೇಶನ್ ಇಂಪ್ಲಿಮೆಂಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ನೈಟಿಂಗೇಲ್ಸ್ ಮೆಡಿಕಲ್ ಟ್ರಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಕನ್ಸೀವ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಆರ್ ಶ್ರೀಧರ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ವೆಸ್ಟಿಗೇಟರ್ ಅಲೋಕ್ ವರ್ಮಾ ಕೋಆರ್ಡಿನೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಪೂಜಾ ಮುರಡಾ ಸಾಯಿ ಸುಧಾ ಕೌಶಲ್ಯ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ ಲೈನ್ ಟೋಲ್ ಫ್ರೀ ನಂಬರ್ ಒನ್ ಫೋರ್ ಫೈವ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಆನ್ ಬಿಹಾಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಏಟ್ ಎ ಎಮ್ ಟು ಏಟ್ ಪಿ ಎಮ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎನಿ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ಸ್ ಕ್ವೈರೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಟು ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಲಿ morning to everybody and uh, it's a pleasure to be here with among all of you i think we have been having discussions yeah. for the last two months to schedule this meeting and it finally came off in the month of june <laughs> and that to social sarch was basically taking all the efforts for in this meeting and uh, i would like to begin this talk before i go into this talk uh, just to because i come from ministry of ayush and uh, i look at the central council for research in yoga nashapati uh, i would like to give you a brief about international day of yoga as well so you know this year's um, info national day of yoga program and uh, we are doing a huge number of programs from ministry of ayush right from arctic antarctica all the stations and all these countries from arctic to antarctica longitude We are going to be doing yoga in different countries. We are going to be doing yoga in different ports and across the country. We are going to be doing yoga in all the villages, health centers, in lakes, rivers, near the ocean. We are not. Whatever nature is there. So this is the theme for this year's uh, International Day of Yoga. So going to the topic of healthy aging, if you look at WHO, World Health Organization, says the process of developing, maintaining functional ability, it enables well being at older age means if you are having physically fit if you are mentally fit it has enables you to enjoy your life at old age being well being at old age being happy at old age that itself is called healthy aging irrespective of what physiological changes take place with aging okay so basically this is what it talks about it talks about having high social participation it talks about not having any cognitive impairment or memory loss it talks about having uh proper you uh, intake of diet education lifestyle physical activity so good quality of life and it talks about having minimum amount of disease or no disease at all it talks about autonomy means having ability to do daily activities of living yourself and not being dependent on others okay? little or no disability so these are all sets of healthy aging these are all parameters which are subsets of healthy aging okay and how do we achieve that the answer by nutrition physical activity weight management positive attitude and social interactions so these are very very important aspects so being able to mingle with your friends being able to mingle in the social uh, fabric of the society okay and uh, trying to interact with people around you being physically active and to maintain and watch over your weight 
having a good nutrition, all of these can contribute to healthy yeah. aging. So let us look at what healthy aging is all about. Along with the smile lines and along with the gray hair, aging brings harder. Uh, aging brings things that harder to see, but very easy to feel, especially during moment. So you have main thing with aging is you say that your aging is when you feel you have this lack, you have lack of stamina, you have the lack of speed, you have the lack of strength, okay, or endurance to do some physical activity or physical goals. This is what aging is all about. So you can really feel the aging as it happens, or you may not really age physically or grossly. So basic health problems are also seen along with aging, like you have dementia, loss of memory power, you have arthritis, pain in the joints especially knee joints, weight-bearing joints of your body, the hip joint, the knee joint, the ankles, etc. Cardiac health, bad backs, hormonal changes, sleep disturbances. So these all come along with aging because there are some physiological changes which also occur with aging which cause these problems. So these are uh, problem, the other problems which also come. So as you grow older, your risk of getting diabetes or stroke or a lung disease, or hypertension, or cancer, anemia, mood disorders, Parkinson's, metabolic syndrome, there's nothing but diabetes only, or pre-diabetes, we call it as, or PCOS in women, or Alzheimer's disease. So all these things, the risk of getting these things increases with aging. So aging is a very important risk factor for all these diseases. For example, if you see cancer, median age of having cancer is on 50 plus years in India. Above 50 years, you can see many of them getting different different types of cancers. Below 50 years, the number of cancers are very low, except for tobacco-related cancers. Okay. So what are the problems with the physiology of aging? These are inevitable. It happens as you grow old. Also, what is less said than done, what's important to understand is, though it is inevitable, you can slow down the process of this. For example, you can see muscle wasting is very common in old age. Okay, it's a cause for pain in the joints. You can start preventing muscle pain or preventing sarcopenia or muscle wasting by doing weight training and to increase your muscle bulk. Okay, so this helps in preventing sarcopenia or early aging process. Osteopenia is a common cause for bone and joint pain. There's osteoporosis which is there, you have joint pains which are there, long bone pains which are there, you decrease joint flexibility and fluid in the joint as well. So this can be also taken care of by having adequate amount of calcium, vitamin D, etc. Okay. Hormone changes that happen, you have hot flashes, you have disorders. Growth hormone is there. In early childhood, the growth hormone levels are very high. And as you keep growing old, growth hormone levels keep coming down. Apart from the growth hormone, growth hormone is not only involved in development and growth, but is also involved in sleep. So decrease in growth hormone can also cause loss of sleep. Okay. Arterial stiffness, so the arteries become smooth arteries which are there have smooth levels which are lining the arterial walls become stiffened and hardened. So they're not, they become less elastic. And this can cause hypertension and increase the load on the heart. And the lung elasticity also comes down and cause exertional dyspnea. means when you walk for a few lungs, start getting this. So you may have the problem. And loss of gray matter density can happen in your brain, which can cause dementia, cognitive problems, etc. These are all the, what is the community problem? Simple as that. You go to a kitchen, you, you wanted to do something in the kitchen, you went to the kitchen, suddenly you forgot what you came there for. Okay. This kind of cognitive impairment usually happens as you grow older. Okay? And it becomes more profound when you have a disease called Alzheimer's. So now, when you look at age problems, 
22 to 33 percent of the people tend to get diabetes. 80 percent of them, women especially, have hot flushes. Lung disease are seen up to 16 percent of the population. Cardiac disease about 52 percent of the population. Alzheimer's 5 to 8 percent. Arthritis 22 to 40 percent or 39 percent. Insomnia is disorders of uh, sleep are mostly seen 32 percent of the population. All these can be taken care of with yoga. Okay, we'll come to this later on. So dementia, if you look at, uh, this is a very, very big problem today. Okay. 3 million people in the world have dementia. There are 10 million new cases every year. As the aging population increases, the number of people with dementia also will increase. That's how it is. So dementia is something which is a major cause of disability because it does not deal with the forgetfulness, but also can cause brain debility as well, wherein it's got a profound impact on your physical, psychological, social, and economic impact on the community. You will, you will not be able to recognize your family members. You will not be able to recognize your dear and dear ones. You will not be able to do any sort of social interaction because you have lost the memory uh, Okay? This is a very big problem which happens, especially in the old age. Usually seen in the later part of the old age, around 70 plus or 80 plus years of age. And kind of dementia, if you see, this dementia can be triggered and can increase if the elderly population is subjected to some sort of stress. There may be some sort of stress in the family, stress with the siblings, or any sort of thing which is causing unhappiness inside them, causing depression inside them, making them socially isolated. These things can decrease cognitive activity with us. This can lead to abnormal HRV, lead to hypertension, heart disease. And this hypertension will lead to decreased blood flow to the brain. And once it's decreased blood flow to the brain, it can lead to increase oxidative stress inside the brain, plus deposition of proteins and amyloid breaks. This can cause inflammation inside the brain and can cause neurodegeneration. Once this occurs here, then there's nothing much you can do. So you should not prevent, you can, all these are preventable. Prevent stress, you can decrease, you can improve the blood flow to the brain, you can take care of the inflammation, you can take care of the oxidative stress, proper diet, physical activity, and stress management. So all these things can be prevented. So if you can do something to take care of this, then this neurodegeneration will not set in. Okay. How do you prevent this? Regular exercise, avoid all cause smoking, control variety for bees, maintain healthy blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugars, healthy diet, manage depression, improve social interaction. All these are important aspects of dementia. So, if you see here, as the age progresses, these are all the physiological changes which can occur. Brain volume comes down, gray matter volume, gray matter volume comes down. Improved love also, it's also shrinks in size. Hippocampal volume is responsible for memory and recall memory, short term memory also shrinks in size. Okay. This is decreasing strength and elasticity of the cardiac walls. So the heart is not able to, is a pumping organ, is not able to pump much effectively than before. Okay. Increased brittleness of the bones, decrease in bone mineral density. All these things are happening as you grow old. Okay. Reduce cough strength, means you will not be able to cough properly. Throat deep, put them from your lungs. Okay. Reduce ability to see the lining, decrease in alveolus elasticity, decrease microbiome diversity, decrease gut motility causing constipation. All these things are problems of the old age. Okay, and this occur with inevitably old age, but this can also be prevented. How? One is to balance diet. When we look at this, what is balanced diet? People have doubts about how much water, water to drink. You need to be adequately hydrated. Okay. Simple example, pain is a symptom of dehydration. Okay. So if you have too much of aches and pains, 
soft tissue pains you touch on your thighs you have pain touch on your shoulders you have pain that means you are dehydrated so you need to drink good amount of water okay you need to take more amount of plant based foods it's very important don't take more of red meat don't take uh, fish and other things are okay loud less of red meat in the old age and more of plant based diet if you take because these are easily digestible two portions of fruit a day three portions of vegetables more of these tubers and nuts especially bajam you can take early morning take five six this thing of bajam soaked in water this has got increased amount of time it also helps you in sleep so it's antioxidant as well as also helps you in sleep so you take more of yogurt cheese all these things less amount of fat less amount of carbohydrates no amount of proteins and the wheat and the fats in moderation okay so you are positive uh, to take outside foods to avoid as much eating outside try to eat more or more inside the home itself so having a home cooked food which is less of preservatives is more on natural for you and having a plant based diet is always useful okay so when to eat again is a question breakfast 8 to 9 lunch 1 to 2 supper or dinner 6:30 to 7:30 okay if you are taking it regularly at this point of time then the glucose glucose amount of spurt will come down this amount of insulin which goes along with your food intake will also come down and can reduce obesity can reduce acidity okay we can prevent the glucose spurt from occurring and this is very useful in maintaining your body weight so if you eat regular food your body weight can be easily maintained if you start eating irregularly and if you start eating more frequently insulin levels will go up fat will also go up obesity will also come what to eat and based diets diets mostly avoid caffeine and tea in the evening because this can already people suffer from lack of sleep especially in old age and if you start taking caffeine or tea in the evening this is going to cause more problems so you should take milk turmeric or something of that sort you can take in the night warm milk or turmeric is very soothing which can help you to so again doing yoga is also very very important physical activity is also very very important especially yoga can be done people say i have joint pain i can do yoga sit on a chair simple as that okay so if you look at physical activity recommendations as far as this is concerned to walking you need to have 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity per week okay what is moderate intensity means in doing a household task going to the grocery store okay mowing the lawn doing yoga any regular physically being physically active around the house itself is moderate physical activity then okay. to work on muscles you work on quadriceps you work on hamstrings you work on abdominal muscles on back you work on shoulder girdle muscles so that this can prevent your back and neck pain as well as your knee pains okay. so all these things if you can do improve muscle strength moderate physical activity it can prevent aches and pains falls it can improve the mobility and reduce stiffness in joints this is what we need to really do to be more mobile Okay. This is what can be done using these recommendations. So, if you look at this, this is a big activity. Those activities, the various activities, also difficult to do at old age. Some people do even running also. People can go and play badminton inside the club. Some people can start by climbing the stairs, swimming. You can do cycling. You can do walking. You can do all these things are there. Very important aspect for you is to understand is try to sit less. because you sit less because you sit or you have a very good nice couch or sofa to sit you tend to sit more of time reading newspapers reading novels or books then watching the movies etc sitting 
for more than six hours a day is dangerous. It's as good as smoking. You know, you try to break up the sitting time as much as possible. Try to be mobile. Okay? Try to do something or other. This is very important. If you are sitting, try to sit. See that you don't sit for more than twenty minutes at a stretch. You make a bottom break the monotony of sitting there because sitting can also asostasis can cause the the decreased blood circulation and it increases the load on the heart. The venous return is not effective. So if you can walk around in between every twenty minutes is very useful. Why these things are important is because they are shown that your physically active can reduce diabetes by forty percent. Reduce getting the cardiovascular disease by thirty-five percent. Reduce falls, depression, and dementia by thirty percent. Reduce joint and back pain by twenty-five percent, and cancers by twenty percent as well. Being physically active, so this is very very important aspect. Which one should do? Be stay healthy in old age. Okay. Yoga many types of yoga. Yeah, you can go to yoga schools and start learning yoga. Yoga can be done on the floor. Not a single should be done on the floor. You can do it on chair as well. And if you go to the Ministry of Ayush website, you have the Y break or Yoga break. It's called, which is done on a chair. So chair yoga. The five minute uh, Y break. It's called. Please look at the particular Y break. Their video is already available on YouTube. Y break video, five minutes of Ministry of Ayush. It's all done on the chair. You can use that and practice it at any time of the day. Okay? It's very useful and it helps keeping your joints agile. You see, yoga improves strength, endurance, stamina, flexibility, and balance. Improves cardiac function, normalizes BP, reduces facial resistance, increases barrier effects, sensitivity, reduces growth hormone decline. Hormone it is reduces growth hormone decline, balances antigens and reproductive hormones, and reduces depression. In brain increases neural plasticity, improves cognitive function, memory, increases weight. is a lot of function have very much as they start doing yoga taking up yoga the elderly population and uh, is i think more and more people take this it will be very useful in case uh, your group required to have to do yoga you would probably when you are on facilitated online yoga program from ccr when at any point of the time if you let us know when you want to start doing it uh, we can schedule the classes for you online so you can join and we'll have instructors here who can teach you in your to yoga in confines of your home Yoga is going to improve function, reduce depression, improve quality of life in people. So, if you want to stay healthy, you need to take care of. You need to take care that you don't have diseases or you don't get affected with these diseases. You need to be more happy and cheerful in the long run. So, if you want to do that, you need to stay happy. If you want to reduce your stress, then this this is going to really help you to to stay healthy and have a healthy aging top, healthy aging. Aging as well, so this can also know. This is also known to increase life of people as well. So this I'd like to end my talk, and I would like to take more questions from you so that it will be more beneficial for you in the long run. If you have any questions, please go ahead. Anybody have questions? Uh, yes, doctor. Actually, I had a question. When uh, one of the slides showed. Uh, running. So, is it okay to start running, jogging after the age of sixty? See, if you don't have joint pain, you can still do that. Okay. Okay. So, more than jogging or running, so always start off. This is all done in incremental stages. It's not done first day only. You go, don't go and start running. Yeah. It's going to cause more problems with your hamstrings and quadriceps. You have spasm and other things. So, what you do is you do start walking first. 
then after walking for 20 minutes, then you start doing brisk walking. Okay. Then you start brisk walking later on, you start doing running. It should be done in the gradual stages. Okay. So vigorous running, what you do? To run for five minutes, stop, relax, rest, allow the heart rate to come down. Okay. Once it comes down, again you walk around for that time. Water heart has come down, breath rate has come down, you feel relaxed, then do one more bout of running. Okay. That you need to do in incremental stages, which is good for your foot. Don't overstrain much. You should be doing it in incremental stages. Hold on, you should not overdo it all, you should not underdo it also. Thank you, doctor. One more thing is osteopenia. Can you just stress on that? Is it uh, the joint pain? And uh, no, osteopenia if so, why is does it occur? Or no, osteopenia means uh, the bone, bone which is there. Bone has to have mineralization, calcium deposition should come in the bone to be bone to be harder. As you grow older, when your vitamin D deficiency is there, calcium deficiency is there. And what happens here is the bone, um, as you grow older, the osteo osteoblast formation is coming down, osteoclast formation increases. The bone which uh, keeps on reducing in density. Okay. The bone keeps on reducing in density, and this uh, reduction in density of the bone make the bone very fragile and brittle, brittle, you need to fractures. What you should do is keep the bone healthy, for bone health, walking is very useful, exercise is very useful. Along with walking and exercise, nutrition is also important. Okay, vitamin D levels are very important. And this has to be taken, vitamin D, vitamin B12 levels are very important. Sources also fine, but when there is deficiency, sources may not be efficient, you may have to take medicines. Thank you, doctor. So the people putting oil outside is not beneficial, is it? Because I've uh, seen senior citizens when they have bone pain uh, uh, for lubrication, they said, oh, there is no liquid. So they start applying oil outside. Is that beneficial? The uh, oil which is there has got two, two, two things. So these are got medications which doesn't increase the fluid in the joints. It's not that oil goes and replaces the fluid in the joints. Joint is dry, it remains dry. Okay, nothing will happen to the joint. The fluid will not come into the joint. What this all this oil does is it's got some properties. So this activates on some of the pain receptors and reduces the pain. That's all. It's a pain relieving oils. They have been reducing the pain, react on the pain receptors and reduce the pain. That's all. Just like you take a paracetamol or NSAIDs orally, which is applying on the surface of the skin. That's all. Both are drugs. These act on these particular pain receptors which are on the periphery. Nothing else. I see. Is that the reason why, uh, as people age, uh, the legs become bent because of uh, no strength and you? Why does it become bent? Is there any particular Bending reason? Bending and deformity occurs because of the thinning of the long bones. Okay, so that means it shows very clearly that your calcium deficiency is there and vitamin D deficiency is there, and you should start taking those things along with that. And this is more so in people who are obese. If you're overweight, the curvature increases much more rapidly in them. In the audience, does anybody have a question for Dr. Raghavindra? Please uh, unmute yourself and ask. I, I am JLX doctor. I would like to talk to you and I want to ask you, this body massage, for example, in Cortecale and Austin, they do it. Don't you think it is effective? It is effective, ma'am. Massage is quite effective because massage helps in mobilizing all the tissues and helps in strengthening the muscles. Okay, and this is very good because it also helps in mobilizing the fat as well and increases circulation to the tissues, which is not there. Okay. Once so in a month, like a, it is this is like a passive exercise. Okay. 
body is not exercising you are asking somebody else to exercise your body similar to a passive exercise you are doing a massage there nothing else you are doing all the muscles doing deep tissue massage manipulation etc this is quite good helps in keeping your body fit and healthy no doubt and it helps in relaxes the aches and pains etc which is in the body okay so what happens i'll tell you as you grow older fat which is inside the body will start infiltrating the muscles okay the muscles is so big thick it is not filled up only only with muscles here but it's also with fat fat goes in between the muscle fibers slowly the fat will overtake replace the muscle tissue okay, okay. and that's when your muscle becomes thin and it will have a problem joint pains aches and all increasing by doing the massage and other things you will try to remove the fat away prevent the fat from more accumulation in the muscle tissues okay so that's how uh, massage can really help thank you so much doctor thank you ऑयल Certainly, certainly, ma'am. It's not. It won't help. It will really help, no doubt. Along with that, see, for example, if you have joint pains and all, I'll give you a small example. I'll tell you a small research study done here. It was done in a Delhi railway platform, pulley workers. So you know, these pulley workers in the railway platform, they carry huge loads on their backs, hundred up to almost one hundred uh, kgs to two hundred kgs sometimes. No, the railway station platforms. And uh, they took the MRI, MRI spine of all the pulley workers on the Delhi railway platform. And they took the MRI of all the software engineers who complained of back pain and who took bed over on bed rest because of back pain. They have disc prolapse, they have lumbar spondylitis, psoriasis. What they saw surprisingly was the software professionals were sitting and doing the desk job, not physically active. They were sedentary lifestyle. These people, the amount of damage they had was only five percent of the damage the people had with pulley workers had. Workers damage spine was much much more than the office professionals, but workers didn't have any pain. They had no pain, no problem at all. The muscles are very strong. They are able to take care of the body weight. They are able to take care of the load on the joints, and they had no problem. This goes on to show that if you are able to maintain the muscle mass, if you are able to maintain the muscle strength, okay, and do small small exercises, you should do weight training also is very very important, not just walking. If you have to strengthen, if you strengthen your thighs, strengthen your calf muscles, strengthen your lower back, strengthen the abdominal muscles, strengthen the shoulders. These are major muscle groups, and if you start strengthening them, you will not have any aches and pains at all. Okay, simple exercises are there which can be done. You can just do the plank exercises, do Bhujanga Asana, and do quadricep exercises, strengthen your quadricep and hamstring muscles. Simple exercises which can be done sitting and as well as lying down, as well as in standing position. Can do those things simple as those that will be really helpful to prevent all these experience and all. They are much much better than your massage. Massage gives you a lot of relaxation, no doubt. But this is the main thing which is which has to be done. Do in the Nightingale we are the members and we used to do yoga every day one one hour. After this COVID, for three hours we stopped sitting on the ground, lying down on the ground. Now getting up from the ground is a problem. I am seventy plus. 
it is it will be a problem for me doctor so i sit sir, on the or sitting on the chair and do the yoga madam you can do the chair itself yes yeah, chair. please so just sit on chair and do yoga see the problem here is when you have knee joint arthritis uh, when you have severe arthritis of the knee joint and knee pains and all uh, when you are sitting and getting up putting six times the body weight load on your joint six times the body weight load okay getting up so that will cause more problems so rather than that if you want to get up you want to get up get up slowly side on part of the body on the knee and slowly get up and the other fold the leg and don't get up suddenly so if you want to sit and do also you do it very slowly and okay that's how you should do because once the pain comes degeneration damage has happened it is a continuous process and only thing you can uh, reduce is by giving adequate rest there but dhanurasana and these kind of asanas we are unable to do it now sir no, you, don't do dhanur, you don't need to do dhanurasana why you want to do dhanurasana do bhujangasana bhujangasana also we can do it in the bed you know no problem on yes, the cot yes, yes. ah yeah cot do bhujangasana bhujangasana whatever you want to do do it no problem at all i have walk one hour every day in the morning ஒர்க்கிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரிங்ஸ்ட்ரி
uh, especially in the older age, you are not younger, young anymore. So we kind of monkey around just like our uh, grand uh, children, you know. They keep doing yeah. whatever they can do, but you can't do what they are doing now. <laughs> what we have done earlier. Exactly. Any uh, other questions so anybody has? Yeah, I I have osteoporosis. I'm Geeta. I'm traveling actually in a car, joined from the car. And uh, so with osteoporosis, they give you resofast for some time. And um, then after that, they say stop it. So I have stopped it. So I just was wondering whether Dr. Raghavendra can throw some light on it. And I've had a bone joint operation also, sacroiliac joint operation long mm -hmm. ago. It has healed. Um, but there is some nerve compression which causes uh, problems. So walking becomes a bit difficult. But after some time, you get the circulation. But there is a, this has happened in the last one or two months. So, so whether what, you can throw so some light. What can do, is uh, yoga can really help you. So lying so, down and doing Uttarapadasana, Pavanamukhasana. Okay, okay, all these things are going to improve the uh, lower limb strength and all. So start doing okay. those. Okay. Really okay. 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 Yeah. Thank you. So exercise is like, a, for example, when you do exercise, any moderate exercise like yoga or whatever it is, any stretching receptors, you're stimulating the muscles, you're stimulating the bones. Stimulates the osteoporosis, the activity is there, it comes down. Degenerative changes will start coming down. Degeneration of the bone will start osteoblast uh, will start forming there. Okay? So it gives a chance for the bone to uh, regenerate. You are going to stimulus there. So that's what this exercise is meant for. So I was also, that's, what, that's what I was telling you. When you do exercise, along with that, nutrition is also important. Both together should, should go hand in hand. Only nutrition also take the medication you take and don't do exercise is not going to use, be useful. Okay. And uh, you're doing exercise and not taking medicine, then also it's not useful. <laughs> Uh, there is a myth about uh, taking Thank milk uh, in your triangle of uh, nutrition. The last was water. Water is, of course, very important. But milk, they say, as you grow older, you're not, you're, so it won't digest. So is it a fact or a myth, doctor? Can you throw some light on that? There may be some people who, with old age, would also get to have IBS because of the change in the gut flora or microbiome. Okay. In them, they may start developing lactose intolerance. I'll just tell you what it is. If you're looking at the gut, gut is just not just an organ of digestion or absorption. Gut is also a very important immune organ. Meaning, whatever proteins you take, the gut is immune cells are there lining of the gut. They don't act against these proteins. Proteins. They're very, very tolerant. This tolerance is lost over time. When this tolerance is lost, whole this tolerance is lost, when you start taking more amount of antibiotics, taking more amount of paracetamol uh, or NSAID drugs, Painkiller drugs. Some people unnecessarily start taking painkillers. You know, small headache, painkillers. Okay? Small fever, like something else. So, throat is antibiotic. So, in this day, they start taking the gut flora gets changed over time. When the gut flora gets changed over time, the intestinal mucosal lining will start reacting to the normal antigens also. They develop lactose intolerance. So, this is milk is should be avoided only in people who have IBS, irritable like uh, bowel syndrome. You know, thing. Like you just not you feel like going to the toilet. Those kind of people only you avoid. Otherwise, it's safe for everybody. Thank you, doctor. Anyone else has a question? Ask doctor. I think that's okay. it.
Thank you. Usha, ma'am, we can't hear you. Can you unmute and speak? Uh, Mr. Ramchandra, are you there? Ramchandra, he's... sir? Ramu. Ramu, sir? So he's come in and gone out a couple of times. So at the moment, uh, he's not logged in, ma'am. Uh, can those who are, people who are here can they switch on their video so we can take one screenshot? Ramu sir, he's not uh, there, ma'am. He's he came in and out, oh. but he is not logged in now. Right at the moment, I will call him. Usha, I will call him. No, no, don't. If he's not available, then it's okay. He came. No, he came in. He came and he keeps coming. I think the four times he's come in and logged out. If he's not there. So we are um, coming up with a very big center uh, just to announce you. Coming up with a very big center of uh, yoga and aspiration institution in a place called Nagamangla. It's on the way to Melkote. Okay. It's uh, 120 kilometers away from Bangalore. It's a 200-bed yoga and Ashwati hospital uh, going to be shortly inaugurated by your PM or somebody. And uh, welcome all of you to come and experience that place. It's That'll from Nishi, nice. the central government institution, and people can come and take treatment there. That'll be nice if you can share the link with Usha, ma'am. Usha, ma'am, will share it with all of us. And we'll yeah, yeah, we'll send you the details. Keep sure, sure. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Chikarmane, sir, can you propose the vote of thanks? Unmute you yourself, see? sir. Unmute and then speak. Yes. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Dr. Ravindra has uh, 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 explained to us the benefit of uh, doing yoga to overcome the uh, problems faced by the people who are aging. And uh, uh, kind of uh, problems which we face phys uh, uh, physically or even mentally, how they can be overcome by doing uh, uh, asanas, which are, in fact, the yoga is a part of the Ashtanga yoga. No, Patanjali's Ashtanga yoga uh, is, a, is a really a science by itself. It covers the entire gamut from uh, physiological function to mental level, even uh, uh, like uh, not only uh, asanas, but even uh, prana, pranaya, pranayama and then even to dhyana and, uh, and samadhi, etc. So, let us, uh, and it was, uh, uh, our Prime Minister was uh, really, had has done a remarkable uh, uh, thing by taking this, uh, uh, by uh, persuading the uh, uh, United Nations to declare one of the days as a uh, international day of uh, yoga. So the our uh, ancient system of uh, Patanjali's yoga system has has reached the global level, and uh, it is for us to take advantage of it and uh, do our own might to uh, have a healthy aging. So. It was, I mean, I thank Dr. Raghavindra to have explained to us all the benefits of yoga. Thank you very much, Raghavindra. 
Thank you, Doctor, on behalf of Nightingale's Medical Trust. Please, Doctor. We would like to thank Doctor Raghavinder Rao for spending such a wonderful morning with us and explaining about aging healthily and so much in details about what causes and how you can rectify it in simple terms so that all of us can understand. And thank you for your wonderful explanation. Thank you so, so much. And thank you, Nightingale's Medical Trust, for you know facilitating this and helping us out with this wonderful lecture. Thank you so much, Raghavinder Rao, sir. Thank you for all okay. the trouble you yeah. took. Yeah. Bye Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. See you all next month. Yeah. See you all. Usha is taking so much trouble in arranging such programs. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Usha. Yes, Usha. Thank you. Usha and Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. Everyone left.